Introduce us, Tony. Uh, hi, we have Big Bottom episode 29. Wow. 29. Wow. And today we had... The, re- the reflective part of the 20s, where we look oh, back yeah, and see... Yeah, well, some people like, oh, I can't believe what next year is, you know? Right. 30s. Wow. Dirty 30. Ooh, dirty 30. Dirty 30. There you go. We had Keith Stickney on today, the owner of Tsunami. We did. One of our, one of our very good friends. Yes. And now... Uh, uh tsunami audio so which is yeah. pretty exciting this that yeah. project mm-hmm. been the in the works for a few years and we saw like one of the first inceptions to work where mm-hmm. it's now is pretty rad it, it, it's that's it's very cool i'm excited to check that out yeah yeah it, it's a great sounding preamp so i'm stoked for yeah. it yeah, we got uh, and you know obviously our our boy and we love tsunami cables we love keith great yeah yeah, so episode twenty nine, and um, mm-hmm. there we go. How you guys doing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, getting to the um, final push for this virtual school, so it's you know everybody's just exhausted. <laughs> My kids are back full time. Wow. Oh. So, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy about that actually. I just feel yeah. like there's a little light, there's light at the end of the tunnel, you know, which is thankfully, thank right. God, man. You know, it's been a Yeah, I got gigs. Yeah, That's I got cool. gigs. Yeah. Yeah, things are, it just, you know, we have, I have a couple of um, GNL artists that are actually on the road right now as we speak, which is kind of nice. nice. You know? Sweet. Kind of, kind of a nice, just like, oh. Sweet. Just beautiful. Just great, you know, and um, yeah, I just really, uh, man, yeah, this, this, we just need to get over this <laughs> and get back mm-hmm. to it. And I, for me, I keep saying it, man, I just, I can't wait for summer. Just, I feel like summer was robbed last year and I just, uh, right. you know, just to, just to be relaxed and not on edge and just relax and have a summertime, you know? Man, I love heat. I love yes. You know, you know me. You know me. Yeah. Anything under 60 degrees, Steve starts pouting. Dude, it's like 65 outside and I, and it's 70. I have the heater on at 70 inside my house and I'm it's just like You do not. Do I you do. really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Man, Steve would get upset because like during the day my house is at 66. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm in sweats, uh hoodie. Yeah. Compression shirt on underneath. It's very sad. We will not see Steve on the East Coast in winter. No, I will yeah. get out there. And I will man up. And I will be a man. And I will take it. No, you know, out, out here, yeah. the best time, end of September. End of September. Oh, yeah. Springtime-ish, right? Is that... Uh, but no, end of September on the calendar is fall. Fall, fall. yeah, wait. <laughs> winter, spring, summer, oh. fall. That's right, fall. <laughs> Cheers to our new sponsor, Buffalo Trace, for uh, having me uh, mix up the seasons. Yes. Fall. (laughs) Fall. Well, okay. You can't blame me. Growing up in Southern California, we don't have seasons. So it literally, it's meaningless. I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So that's why I always have to go winter, spring, summer, fall. Okay, that's the... Yeah, Steve gets to miss color tours and stuff like that, Tony. Don't have that. It's a drag. One <laughs> month, literally, in one month, we can have all those seasons in Southern California. It's crazy. You, know you, guys I mean? have, you have a weird thing that I didn't learn until later in life called the June gloom. Dude, we have June gloom. It sucks. Oh, it's horrible. Literally, like, June gloom is, and growing up Huntington Beach, mile, like, right at the beach, we would have a month of just socked in fog and then it would kind of burn off sometimes. Yeah. June gloom made me sad. Makes me sad. Picture that 30 degrees colder with snow on the ground. Nope. No, I would get the depression. (laughs) 
it would bum me out. But yeah, we had June gloom. Yeah, June gloom's a real thing. And the funny thing is, is where I live now, I'm more inland and a little more elevation. Everything will burn off at my place. It'll be sunny. And then I'll call my mom and she'll be socked in because she's still in Huntington. So, and I can, I can actually see it driving in. You can see this big, just fog bank, man, of just, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the coast. It just gets, just gets socked in, you know? Sucked in, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit later in the, in the night now. What we're doing these a little bit later. So John and I might be a little tired, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's getting to bedtime. All right, guys. Well, episode 29, I'm so, and you guys are doing great. Everybody's yeah. good. No complaints. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Big Bottom episode 29, our buddy Keith Stickney and, uh, everybody enjoy it. And oh. out there. All right, guys. Uh, Steve Araujo. John Moody. Tony Paleo. Signing off. Goodbye. We are recording. Jenna. Oh. Recording. Episode 29. The Big Bottom. 29. With our good, good, dear friend, Keith Stick Stickney. <laughs> Keith What's Stickney up? right that's there. A, Mr. Tsunami. That, that's pushing it right there. Good, good friend. <laughs> good, good, good friend. I only deserve one good. I, yeah, I, I, good. I used two. Good, good. And just that, like, I mean, hey, if you're going to go with two words, like so-so. This is my so-so yeah. friend. Ah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see, but I, uh, I'm going to have a little Buffalo Trace. Nice. Buffalo Trace, if you're watching, uh, we would love you as a sponsor. Sorry, I'm, I'm being healthy tonight. I'm drinking yeah. um, Fruit water. I, I'm I with got, you. I got just plain old regular water. Yeah. Oh, so I got yeah. you both. I've got the water on one side and the coffee with the MCT douchebag oil in the other. Nice. <laughs> but hey, who says that Buffalo Trace isn't healthy? It's super right. healthy for you. And it has water, water in that too, Steve. That's healthy. It, it has, look at my cube. I do these badass cubes. Yeah. Nice. Look at that. So Very cheers, cool. boys. Cheers. And welcome, Keith. Thank you. Welcome, thank you, thank buddy you. Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Appreciate it. So for those people, peoples that don't know, Keith, owner of Tsunami Cables, some of the best yep. cables out there. Love them, love Thank them. You. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. All of us use them. Yep. Uh, we use them at GNL in the real room where, we do, where I do all the recording. So they're fantastic. Yeah, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I have Thank hundreds of, of gigs on performances on yeah. my original have, set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My original set. I still have my original set. I have my original gray one that I bought years and years ago, and I still use the crap out of this one. Yeah. So oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, going Steve, and going. You're not allowed to use skunk anymore. What do you mean skunk? <laughs> what do you mean? So that particular pattern, we at Tsunami call skunk. And then blue. You use blue. Then... Blue's fine. And <laughs> hey, hey, I know that. I know. Oh, that's, uh, that's John's. That's my pink wanker right there. <laughs> Fuck. You guys don't have the fucking trademark on this shit. Whatever yes, I want I do. To. Fuck off. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, it says John Moody's pink wanker TM. Uh, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, you're gonna have to fight uh, Coco the Sharp Pit because she loves pink. So, uh oh, Watch good out. fucking luck. I don't think just I would because have to fight your dog her. I think on she would just, right? like, it, would, we, it would be more of like petting her and she would lick my face and we would be. I'd be like, and I'd be, I'd be the winner in that regard. <laughs> you would, you would. No, but they're, I mean, all joking aside, they're just amazing and awesome. You're, you're, mm -hmm. So we're having great. a lot of inside jokes here. Let's let's talk to Keith today, okay? <laughs> People listen. That's the problem, to the though. Yeah. You know, Keith. In all seriousness, Keith has cultivated such a rapport with his artists yeah. that we can have such a um, inside joke fest yeah. with him. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So Keith, Keith, when uh, well, first and foremost, you're on the West Coast. Yep. With me, how yep. um, I know the last year, you know, the COVID year. How uh, yep. are you okay? You doing well? We're um, yeah, um, good. Yeah, a lot of a lot of changes on our front. Um, we uh, we moved to a new home. We had uh, we actually moved my parents into the home, so okay. my parents are now living with me. Um, so, which is, you know, a, a, a change, but it's a good change. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my, my parents are pretty awesome and, and rad all the way around. So, uh, most of you guys, you have all met them. So, um, you know, and so they're very supportive. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm just trying to survive, you know what I mean? And doing what we can, yeah. um, you know, orders have been actually fairly consistent and been going pretty well. So things are, things are going well in that regard. Cool. Um, so I definitely good. can't, can't complain in that, in that sense. Um, we, uh, I'm, I 
without having any foresight of COVID actually happening. Uh, in January, we actually moved from the shop we were at back to the home oh, nice. um, just because okay. kind of my, my time was up there and it was kind of either, well, I stay for, you know, another year or, you know, uh, bow out. And um, it was okay. It just wasn't working the greatest. It wasn't the greatest situation yeah. overall. So it was just easier to go back. And then a few months later, well, a month or two later, COVID hit and then, uh, four months after that, uh, we moved homes. And then now I've got a, uh, a studio here that you can kind of see as, yeah. uh, as uh, my little studio room. And then I've got a, a three-car garage that is now the shop. So the Ooh, shop actually nice. doubled in size, if not almost tripled in size. So that's nice. Um, and then now I have this cool little studio that I can, you know, work out of as well. So, uh, yeah, and I see Kona in the background yep, on the wall. I've got my, which way is it? That way. I got my, my tiki guy. <laughs> over there so yeah and i'm able to set up my drum set and you know what you guys can't see is i'm on a recording desk with a whole bunch of rack gear and a whole bunch of stuff so uh, yes. you know, monitors and stuff and like yeah that. lots of fun toys to play yeah. with so well um, it's almost like it was a happy accident that 100 it moved in but that's and and all of us talk about this all the time where you know covid you would think you know obviously the lockdown everybody was you know freaked out and everything but retail was yeah. marketing you know yeah. so that's great to hear that you're you know people were at home they were playing they were wanting to buy yeah. stuff so your your sales were probably yeah. good just like you oh know. yeah so it mm -hmm. which is this weird dichotomy of thinking right. you know that you would think that right. it wasn't but anyways it, it, it's yeah. a, kind of a weird phenomenon but i'm glad you're okay and and it Thanks, sounds man. like everything worked out for the better so or the yeah. best. Yeah, 100%. Nice. The the odd thing out of all of it was, you know, we have our, you know, custom shop cables that are, you know, all the custom crazy ends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, we've had more sales of those this mm -hmm. year than we have in any year, or I'm sorry, in this last year yeah. uh, than we have in any previous years. And so it was odd. I mean, the sales in general were going up, but we had a lot more sales in the custom shop, you know, which are, you know, a lot more higher price point yeah. uh, cables. And again, so it kind of adds to even like you were talking <laughs> about, you would think the same, I would be thinking the same thing. Like, you know, I'm going to kind of hoard what I have, you know, cause you don't know what's coming down the pipeline and people were, you know, kind of spinning like crazy. So uh, I would say retail therapy, it. man, that dopamine right. hit of like, I'm going to buy this badass thing, whatever right. it is to, to just help me you know just make me happy you yeah know? yeah absolutely i, I yeah. did it too how many this. years you've been in business yeah when did you start uh 2007 was the was the it was like the launch date or whatever you want to call it so uh yeah so what is that we're 2000 or 21 now so john do the math i, I play drums i have to teach my kids it's, common core right now yeah so <laughs> it's four, uh, i think i carry the one deduct yeah. 14, 14, 14. Right yeah, it it's sounds good. 14. Right with you, what, seven or eight now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I think that's the same with me. Yeah. yeah, I think we're all. Yeah, I think I think that, and I think Steve's shortly, just a little while away, a little bit after that, not that far. So. Yeah, 2010 was base hang. Okay. Was born. So yeah, about the. So right. I'm gonna tell a little story. You know, I was using the cables in theater, and. I was using monster and I would have a monster cable go out on me every six to eight, nine months, you know, one would break something would use some sort of or intermittent connection. And I was like, Oh man, this is, um, this is not so good. You know, yeah. I can't, you know, my MD at the time even said something like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, he's a monster. He's like, well, Get something about you know that's how they think. <laughs> get something else. Yeah. And I who was I talking to? Was Damien? Uh, uh, man, what that? What's that cat's last name? Over Erskine. Gone. Yeah. Damien Erskine. Erskine. Yeah. 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 Um. You know I don't know Damien all that well, but we we chat. We're, we're you know we're we're friendly, and at that time, and again I haven't talked to him in a while. You know he's a good dude. Yeah. But uh, he said, you know what, you should check these out. Mm -hmm. and i was like oh all right i mean you have any problems and damien at the time was he's not the littlest dude you know what i mean like yeah. stepping on him and all those other stuff and everything you know i mean what we're, we're doing like I, I smushed twinkies and all sorts of crazy things and into mine right and uh 
I called up Keith and said, I, I want to jump on board. You know, this is what I want to do. This is what I, I'm going to jump in, into this big. And uh, like, again, like I have my original sets yeah. still yeah. to this day, you know? Yeah. So the only time I had something kind of funky happen was at home. And I, I think it was when my rack case fell on it, you know? <laughs> what was that? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they sound just, you know, not to do a sales pitchy thing, but I also, some people don't know, like I'm the, that might be, I am, I do A&R. By the way, I got into my email today. I got a lot of catch up to do. Did you get any emails like I did? <laughs> I, we, we have a good form that comes through, but sometimes I get some random things, you know? Yeah. So I have like a new office area set up, you know, um, where I'm responding more to things and so forth. So, Yes, Keith, I've got some backup to do. So some people don't know, I, I do A&R for, for Keith yeah, and I work with some of the artists and um, we do some scouting and so forth. Um, and one of the things that, that I noticed about the, these cables and one of the things I tell about everybody is not just the durability, but they sound fucking killer too. And mm -hmm. they're hard to like mix up with somebody else's. Yeah. You know, if you're doing a, a like... Um, God, do you remember like when it, when you would do uh, you know festivals, right? And you're clearing mm -hmm. the stage. You got mm -hmm. you, you got ten minutes to strike the stage. You know? Right, 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 and right. Everyone's grabbing it like, no, no, those red and purple one that came. That's definitely mine. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, you yeah, know? yeah. So they not only look bitching, they sound fantastic. They sound the quality is like the sound of like a, a higher end Megami. But the best thing I tell people, like, especially like touring guys and stuff they last yeah they last they last right they, yeah. they work they last yeah. but the, at the end of the day your average professional's like i don't even care about the sound even though they do sound bitching but like i want to make sure like i think uriah is like even uriah duffy was saying i want something that's just going to work great yeah, yeah right? absolutely yeah 100 work all the time right and that's, that's the big thing right. and we just get one thing we can talk about today is keith is expanding at tsunami Mm -hmm. His line of products to something very different than a cable. Very different. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about his beard, but okay. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about the beard too. For me, the unit that you're talking about is right there. I can touch yeah, it. Mine's... I can touch <laughs> it. It's that way. I touch yeah. it. You can touch it. <laughs> which, I did which, which keeps yeah. very unceremoniously vandalized it too. Yeah, you did. Off. Which had changed the lid. <laughs> Keith, can you expand on that yeah. blue box you have there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is a uh, all tube class A uh, preamp. So what we've done is um, this is two channels. So you have one, you know, one channel, two channel going across this way, and. Um, the uh, the idea of this is really to um, modernize the bass guitar amp, the tube amp that we all love. Um, everybody sought after sound, which is the Ampeg B15. Um, you know the the tone and sound of Motown, all the early rock stuff. You know, basically everything that, and even to this day, people are still mimicking. Um, and so anyway, so what we've done is we took, um, with that inspiration, they're not carbon copies They're you know, it's an inspiration, but, uh, you have a channel from basically the two, uh, the preamp from the early sixties of the Ampeg, which is a six SL seven tube. I'll try okay. to get it a little bit closer. Yeah. There. Nice. Okay. And then you have the early seventies, which is a 12 AX seven tube. Now those are the tubes that they used in the early sixties and the early seventies, um, it has kind of your stereotypical Ampeg style, you know, B15 um, style of uh, EQ where you just have a treble and a bass knob. Sorry, I'm trying to move my fingers yeah, yeah. in the right way. Um, and then we also added uh, what they called the ultra switches, which was like mid, early to mid 70s. Uh, the purists out there will be like, it was this state, but, um, yeah, yeah. you know, so, uh, and what you, and basically what the ultra switches do is, um, the high is a high shelf boost. And then the low is basically a, like a taking out of that shelf. So it's the same shelf. It's just one's boosting it and one's actually taking it out. Um, so in. Uh oh, little lag. Hello. Uh oh, 
We froze. Are we good? I yeah, froze? we froze. We froze up a little bit. Um, oh, hold on one second. Let me. Oh, sorry, guys. Let me make. No sorry, worries. let me change this real quick. Uh, it looked all good over on my end. Yeah. Yeah, it froze up on my end. I may. Um, let me. Uh, let okay, me am I good? Yeah, let me hardwire myself in. Keep going, guys. Sorry. That's why Steve okay. can't have nice things. <laughs> that might have been my fault. Steve. I just realized my I was on the wrong I was on the wrong Wi-Fi, so we're we're good now. So that might have been my bad. Um, should I just continue where I was at, or? Yeah, yeah. let's continue. He'll join us. Yeah. I'm here. You okay. Were you okay. Cool. Talking shit. That's all right. Right. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so. Um, so go. basically that's what you have. So you have, oh, sorry, the, the um, ultra switches that, that uh -huh. uh, Ampeg had. So the way they worked was, again, was one was uh, the high boost was a high boost. And then it actually was a low shelf in your ear. It tricked your ear into thinking that it was boosting the lows when it was actually just taking the highs out. That's all it was Interesting. doing. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So, um, so we have that. And then from there, we basically take all the vintage idea and concept and, you know, tube tone that everybody loves and then we modernized it. So with that, you have your instrument input. So there's your actual input. Mm -hmm. The bypass is an instrument level output. So like a through on a DI, sure. right? So you have that. And then clean. this is That's what's clean, that? not affected, just a clean. No, signal. well, so we'll talk about that in a second. So right. uh, so this is actually affected by the tone of the uh, the preamp. Cool. cool. Um, I like it. It has an output volume as well, so that you could treat this like a master volume, okay. but that's just for that output. It only affects this master output, only affects this output. Okay. Um, so you can run this into, say, the front end of another amp, yeah. your pedals, whatever, right? So you can run that as an instrument level um, going to, to something else. The reason why it says bypass on it is out the back, we actually have a bypass switch that then you can flick and now it actually bypasses the entire preamp. So that front end bypass throughput out is now not being affected okay. by the preamp. Okay, that's um, the part I like. It also has a quarter inch jack for a foot switch. So regular standard quarter inch tsunami cable mm -hmm. can get plugged into that and you can plug into a foot switch and hit the foot switch and it does the same thing as this switch oh, here. Oh, that's cool. So then you can use it, leave it all plugged in, hit the switch and you can transfer back and forth from whether your tone is being affected by the preamp or, or not. Hmm. The nice thing is, is the output for the uh, balanced output for the XLR mm -hmm. is always affected. So that's not bypassable. So that's always affected by your tone. Um, and so is the line level output. So this output here is a line level output that will also be uh, always affected. So even if you flip the So you the could go to a power amp and just, yep. you know. Mm -hmm. Totally, yep, you can go. Here's my preamp, boom, boom, that's fine. Yep, yeah, exactly. You can go 80s and run the crown power amp to your, you know, multiple yeah. thousand watts of whatever you're going to go to. Um, the Balance XLR has a 20 dB pad as well cool. as a ground lift. And then this is a power con for the power and there's your on and off switch. So that's the back panel, real simple. Um, back to the front here real quick. You have also a dedicated headphone amp. You mm. can plug your stereo headphones yeah. into it right here and you have a volume knob right here to turn up for your actual headphone okay. level. Um, that just runs off of the back of the balanced output right mm. to its own individual thing. So it doesn't affect the tone in any kind of way um, or affect it. The super, in my mind, I think one of the coolest features overall is the way your signal is being ran into these is actually a parallel situation. So you're not running from one into the other. Your, mm -hmm. your tone is actually being split, ran parallel through them, and then summed together afterwards. So what's nice about that is you can then blend the two together at the same time which is really cool. So you can get a lot of really cool tonality functions because the 60s one is very big, round, tubby, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Motown, rich, you know, lows, all that kind of stuff. Where the 12AX7, the 70s is a little bit more hi-fi, clear tone, not as big round bottom. So you can kind of mess with that as far as having a lot of one, just a little bit of the other, however you want to do it. Um, or you can get crazy and just dime them both, you know, whatever you want to do. So are those, um, are those LEDs right next to it to show game, like just signal and then. Nope. The, the, the only LED or... is this one up here in the front. Sorry. Okay. I'm trying to get the video right. Yeah, so yeah, that's no, the only, and that just, 
and all that does is just show that it's on. So when you put, right. when you turn it on, it turns it on. Got it. So that's okay. all. Um, so yeah, man, in a nutshell, that is it. Um, oh. the, uh, the really cool thing about this is, um, kind of a, a weird circle of events. This idea of the blending to the two tubes and the two channels together is an idea that I kind of <sighs> took from a Eggnator amplifier. Hmm. Um, I have an Eggnator guitar tube pre or a guitar head. I'm sorry. It's a 20 watt head and it, uh, it's called the rebel 20. I actually have it sitting next to me or just off camera and what it has. And I use this in my recording studio is it has for the preamp tube. It has a six V six and it has a EL 84 or EL 84. Sorry. Um, and you can actually mix between the two tubes. So that's the, uh, oh, wow. Okay. So that was kind of the cool concept. And I, and I used to use it all the time in the studio oh. for guitar players is you can mix between the two tubes and get some different sounds. Mm -hmm. So my thought originally was, okay, well, if I can do that, why can't I mix between the two yeah. channels? Well, oh. in kind of a cool, you know, fate, serendipitous, whatever you want to call it, loop, uh, Bruce Eggnator, who designed that amp, is actually the guy who's building this amp. That's my cool. preamp. That's so, a three dollar word you use there, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, which is really cool because you know, again, I you know, talking with Bruce as much as I have, you know, I mentioned that to him and said, hey, you know, I actually kind of stole this idea from you, mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool that <laughs> at the end of the day, you're the one that's actually doing it. So that's kind yeah. of awesome. Um, and for those of you who don't know Bruce, uh, I know John knows him really well um, mm -hmm. from working with Rocktron and stuff like that, but he's been building guitar yeah. tube amps since the 70s. Yeah, he, he's a giant he's, in yeah, the, uh, the guitar right. market. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot, and it's, it's funny because I was actually talking to him today about it and uh, we were just kind of going over some logistics and some different things and, and, um, and talking about that. And I was mentioning to him how a lot of bass players don't know who he is. And then, I would say, you know, go, go look him up. You'll, you'll find a lot, you know? And so, um, and they start, you know, looking him up or I'll start talking about him and like, Oh, wow. Okay. No, he's a legendary yeah. amp builder, man. Yeah. Like, like mm -hmm. matchless or whoever else. I mean, he's right. He's one of the guys. Right. Exactly. And the cool thing is, is that this is really the first and only thing he's done. That's like kind of geared towards bass players. Mm -hmm. Everything else he's ever done has all been guitar tube amps. So, or, or that vein, right. Pushing yeah, towards yeah. the guitar player. Right. So, yeah. um, so it's kind of cool, man. All overall that, uh, that, you know, we're, we're working with him and, you know, he's, he's been, he's been wonderful. He's been absolutely amazing. So, dude, yeah. John so, was the, for one of the first guys to yep. try the prototype. John, what, what's your experience, man? Well, like I told Keith, it, it made the worst cup of coffee oh. I've ever had. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh. No, that's I that's mean, version two. Version two has a as a Mr. Coffee in it. Is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean for me, you know, I and I talked to Keith a lot about this. I mean, we all had because we've seen it the various iterations. Right. But one of the biggest reasons for this was he wanted to put kind of the the oomph, the balls, the presence, whatever you want to call it, back into the class D amps. Yeah. So I mean that's kind of what I ran it over because you know i threw it in front of my bergantino i threw the one i that really worked nice was i threw it in front of my phil jones amp at work ah and i mean because that you know the, the bergantino uh, is is a hi-fi amp but i wouldn't say it's like high hi-fi you know what i mean there's still right. there's a nice presence to it and warmth and things phil yeah. jones one is definitely if you have bad technique it's going to show up real quick right <laughs> right so, um, but no, the, you know, I thought the, the V15 really did that in spades, really brought a nice presence of life um, as our uh, other friend and uh, uh, big bottom alum, Lee Pressgrave likes to say, he says it brought a little bit of glass nice. to the sound. Um, and, uh, you know, really for me too, I like fiddling with both those, um, both those tubes. Cause like you were saying, Keith, the 60s one definitely lends itself to a darker, richer sound. Mm -hmm. The um, 70s is more of the, the hi-fi thing. So what I was playing with more was a lot of um, really diming the lows and the low boost on the uh, on the 60s one. 
right. then just dialing in some of the uh, 70s to really kind of just focus it and let it cut a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of thing to bring to bring like those really kind of big deep sounds, but still that there there's something cutting through it. You're just it's one of those. It's like I don't know why it just sits in the mix really well, and it's like that's right. kind of it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things I have to say, and it's, you know, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm partial to the, to the unit because um, I've been working on it for so long, but um, every person that we've had tried out has gotten a recordable, totally functionally working tone in under five minutes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, coming at it from kind of the studio background idea, you know, I mean, time is money. And if you can have a guy come in or you're the guy with it, you bring it in and go, Hey, dial, 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 boom, you know, let's rock and roll ready to go. Um, you know, uh, I was just in Vegas with Chuck Bailey and, and, uh, and I, one of his guys, that's an engineer. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, he, he was like, you know, I always want to have a dry signal and then my wet signal. And he goes, if this was my dry signal, he goes, it doesn't matter what I need to do to it. I'm, I'm good. I'm golden with this to start Mm -hmm. with, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, that's kind of, I think the idea is, you know, I wanted, I didn't want to create something that had so many knobs and switches and toggles and this, once you do that, then does this and this and this, and you got to carry the four and whatever, you know, I didn't want to do all that stuff. I wanted it to be very simple and, you know, plug it in, turn it on, go for it. Dude, it's like cooking, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It's not how many ingredients you throw in. It's the quality of the ones you use. right? Right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, you're, you've hit kind of in the middle, you know, I mean, all of us obviously are big ready fans, you know, right. and that, that's just plug and go. Yep. And then you have, you know, a lot of other things that have a lot of knobs, a lot of this, and this seems very palatable to anybody. You yeah. can get like an Eden Navigator, which has so many. <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah, man, it, it's nice. You know, it, it seems, and I, I definitely want to try it and want to do some stuff with it, but yeah, it just seems that it's kind of right in the middle there where it's not too intimidating for, you know, just the, the regular hobbyist to, you know, the pro right. that is just going to do a couple of things and fucking plug in and sound great. So yeah. that's very cool. You know? Um, yeah. And I, I really like the, the different ins and outs. I like the idea of having that, um, that line out for a power amp, or you can go to a yep. return of an amp, you know, yep. to, and the other thing, I love the Ready. The Ready is my jam. Love yep. it to death. But the only thing is, is the through is unaffected, which is kind of a drag. Yep. And it would be great to have it switchable, either affected or not, because sometimes, yep. yeah, it would be great to, you know, you're you're at a place where you're just playing through, a, you know, just some, who knows what it is. It would be nice to have a little bit of juice from your DI. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, that's the only caveat with the Ready. Other than that, it's like the best home run ever. You know, it's yeah. just has that thing yep. the only drag is that through is unaffected it's like ah oh yeah. devil's you know yeah, uh, yeah. devil's advocate over here yeah. i yeah. like having an unaffected throughput right so and yeah, I, yeah. keith's probably and you guys were all probably like this is a parrot like so i'm really no, saying no. this for, it, for the audience right now like johnson smiling i could see him right but now but it's right? a good thing to have that i mean everybody you know right. you no. don't want to stack your gains right yeah. well well you're not i mean Exactly. You don't want to, but yeah. it's nice to have that, that through affected. Yep. Kind of like an, so that's what's kind of cool about the V15 is you could affect something. You could make your class yeah. D more ballsy. You could do it. John's test. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you could use it as a preamp and a DI. Yeah. Like let's say you go into a backline company or whatever. And yeah. you're like, you're not bringing your ramp, but you want the best high quality sound. Like you're doing a fly out day. Yeah. Well, then okay, you could just go in through the return, dude. Go to the return and you have a fucking that, killer amp. Yeah. Just yes. use the power amp of whatever the head might be, yes. like an SVT yeah. or something. Yeah. Like that, right. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, uh, which is pretty common, you know. Yeah. Um, I did the big DI test, so I shot this out with like. I mean, I have quite the DI collection. You know, I went mm-hmm. with the Ready, and the Rupert Neve. And the Starlifter and a couple of different radios like the JDI, JDV. Um, yeah, I think all of us have. <laughs> between all of us, we. Uh... This is pretty much a big, 
DI <laughs> group. I'm, yeah, so. I'm looking at my shelf over there. I'm like, holy crap, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to go, okay, what can this do? Because to me, a DI is like life. I think it gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. I think it's the number one thing that bass players overlook. It's like, oh, it's like the tires on your car. Well, you know, hey, that's the thing that touches the road. You know what I mean? Like if you're, <laughs> if you're a car enthusiast, oh, those work. No, you want work or do you want something that is going to show what you can do? Right. Right. I know we say to players, the you know, up and coming players, remember what the people in the audience are hearing. If you're playing a big enough room, the right room, because mm-hmm. they're not hearing your amp. They're hearing that mm-hmm. box that goes to the front of the house. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking skimp, right? Don't skimp. Yeah. So I went through every iteration I could with the V15. I'm basically able to get a ready sound. Nice. I could get like a classic Motown sound. I got what I call the 70s Motown sound, which is like a little different, slightly different version of it. Mm-hmm. You look at the V15 and you get like, oh, this classic thing. Actually, I was able to dial in like a 90s SWR modern sound. Mm-hmm. Granted, I was using more of the 70s channel. Yeah, of course. In fact, I think mm-hmm. I barely rolled in any of the mm-hmm. 60s, you know, right. but I was able to get, which shocked me. Like I could totally get like the uh, interstellar overdrive unit, that thing that they mm-hmm. yesterday oh, yeah. had. I think I have I it. Was, yeah. I was able to get that. Nice. And then I was able to get like, I would call it like a modern day tube sound where it's kind of a mix of the both, you know, yeah. where it's like a, a bright 90s SWR sound and then something like an Aguilar mixed with it, like the DB750 or something. Yeah, you I was going to ask if, you, if you're going that route. Yeah, like that was, it was just to get, to see if you could get that. Yeah, and uh, sure. you really could. You really could. I was able to dial in something that I liked personally. I'm like, oh, this is the, this is what I would use, you know, which was kind of a healthy combination of both of them together, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was pretty versatile. And I, one thing I don't understand is, so Bruce's guitar amp has like the, the different tubes you can blend, the preamp tubes you can blend. Obviously the V15. Are there any other high-end audio products i would say ask gear sluts but gear sluts is no longer gear sluts anymore what do you mean, uh, what do you mean other that blends the different two preamps like two different two preamps well he, he did so i've played with a lot of guitar players use Eggnator, and he used to do these little he he would have heads that had these almost like the 500 series you know yep yeah but he would have these little things that he would have one that would be like a boogie rectifier yep a uh you like know, a plug-in box or something? No, no, yeah, no, squares. Yeah, like a plug-in box. Yeah, yeah, dude. I forget what it is, but dude, he's he's the shit when it comes to that stuff. I mean, he really like really. It, yeah. It was oh, a yeah. modular little like picture, picture of Marshall JCM nine hundred, right? The chassis. yeah. And he and that chassis would have six slots or four slots. I don't know. These That's pretty cool, actually. And he would have a module that would be like I said, a dual rectifier. They yep. would have a JCM 900. Then he would have a twin reverb. And then yep. he would have a JC 120. He wow. made these things and they were awesome. So in one head, you could literally have four to six different amps that you could switch back and forth from. That's now can, a- you, can you blend them, Steve? Uh, I, that I don't know. Guitar players would know. And- yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm surprised more audio people don't have this. So he doesn't do those anymore those are discontinued but i know some guitar players that had them and have them and mm. fucking love them because literally yeah. it's a little box you plug it in and there's your jcm 120 there's your yep. roland jc 120 you know yeah. mark bass was starting to do something like that i remember yeah. that yeah bruce and i don't know why bruce it didn't take shit, off man. yeah well he actually sold that idea to randall and did that with randall randall amplifiers they they put that out but that was, you know, that was actually his concept, his idea, design, everything, and he sold it to them. Yeah, and, but, it was, um, but he labeled them under Eggnator for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had their own version. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. Crazy. 
I mean, yeah. it, it was, I heard them and it was crazy how good they are. Yep. Oh yeah, so absolutely. In terms of just knowing tone and tubes and all that, I mean, mm. he's, you know, he's- I'm surprised that concept hasn't taken off more. Yeah. You know, with modular aspect. Yeah, but you know, gigging these guys, they got their, you know, guitar players, man, they got their big pedal boards and they have this amp, you know, so. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the days of the big refrigerator with the, you know, PCM 90 and the freaking yep. Mesa, but you, you remember those days with yep. the Eventide Harmonizer, you know, the, mm -hmm. those are kind of gone. I mean, I, yeah. it was kind of rad, but when you saw like right. guitar players with these big, giant 26, 30 space racks, it was kind of cool. Yeah. But, <laughs> Joe. Dude, Joe Filoni. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, all, I, I used to play with the guys that, and then yeah. they had the Boogie 112s, two of them, and then they had the big rack of you know, craziness. Anyways. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's all gone to the fractals and the axe effects and the, you know, all that kind of stuff yep. now. Yeah. That's what those have all gone to. Those darn guitar so, players. I know. Right. Yeah. Crazy Thin guys. stringers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like a lot of the guitar players are play the fractals and they're mm -hmm. very practical. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what's, here's the, I had, I forget the analogy, and I, I apologize. I'm a little tired too. It's a little later on the East Coast, but um, listening to the fractal is sometimes like an MP3, you know, versus like, mm -hmm. you know, listening to like a high quality yeah. CD recording or something like that. There's something about like a tube amp that just is yeah. so different. Mm -hmm. you know? It's so different. You get Absolutely. yeah. Well, and also too, I mean, like one of the things that I've heard a lot of guys say too, is it's like, you know, if you have a, a fractal or any of the digital stuff and you set it to say a JCM 800 and it's like, okay, well to the average listener, the average guitar player, especially the average consumer, the average, you know, audience member, they're going to be like, cool. Yeah. Tube amp no, all yeah. day. No worries. But if you A and beat it right next to a JCM 800, a real one, you'd be like, oh yeah, there's a difference there. You know what I mean? And and it, it's not quite, I mean, it's a subtle difference maybe, but it's enough to make a difference. You could, you could hear the tone difference. And that I've, you know, I've heard that, you know, I've heard, uh, I've heard guys say that kind of stuff, but again, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the fact that with a you know, push of one button or a turn of a knob, you've got, you know, eight different amps and a million presets and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it just makes touring, touring's a oh, lot yeah. harder to do. Touring's a lot more expensive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot of metal bands, they just take their tempers on the road. Yep. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. So it's... No, a lot of touring acts do because they don't have any, you know, everybody's on in-ears. Yep. So if you can IR a whatever DI to yep. any of it and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. But, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, as far as like tube gear goes and, and really, you know, this is designed for, I mean, it's designed to go take out on tour and gig and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you know, really it's like, you know, the guys that are doing home studios, recording stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? The higher end guy who's going to, you know, who doesn't mm -hmm. mind, you know, slugging along, you know, something like this, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, and, you know, and, and again, in the studio, I mean, the thing that I like about it is it gives you for one performance, you know, you essentially could have two to three tracks, right? You could split it out multiple ways. So it kind of gives you a lot of different options, which is really cool. And especially in the studio, you're always looking for that. You're always looking for, okay, what piece of gear can I use? That's going to give me multiple things that I can do use in multiple ways to make it work, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And we've ran, you know, the other thing too, is obviously all three of you guys are bass players, but you know, we've ran violin through it and, you know, we've ran, you know, I had chance, you know, Oddity run yeah. his upright bass and I had Nate light run his upright bass through it. Um, you know, and, um, I know, I think John, didn't you say you did your upright as well or no? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So upright in my, um, electric upright. Right. Right. So quick question for you. What was your thought on the electric upright? Cause I know what chance was saying. I'm just curious what yours yeah. was. Uh, you know, I think that was the one that had the best benefit. Ah. from it because it really did start to bring a lot more of the body to the ns yep yeah that is a chance a yeah chance at the exact same thing so mm -hmm. yeah absolutely what's, what's the input impedance on that is it compensated for uh piezo pickups it will handle it i don't know exactly the the actual impedance what it is but it i mean it handled it just fine all so right. yeah mm -hmm. so you didn't have any issues with that at all mm -hmm. so um yeah and um 
you know, and then we've ran acoustic guitar through it, banjo through it. Um, and so I lots of just, lots of piezo pickups or pipes. Yeah, lots of mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of crazy stuff. Um, we actually ran a Fender Rhodes through it, which yeah. sounded epic. Nice, absolutely epic. Nice. So um, yeah, man. And then I just got um, one of these guys. It's basically the opposite of a DI, but. Um, a little converter impedance converter for to go from your microphone signal to a quarter oh, yeah. inch so yeah, now man. i so now i can run a microphone directly into the front end of the actual v15 so yeah yeah there you go yeah so you know, so i can actually run now you yeah. know a, a kick drum through it or an overhead mic or a vocal yes. mic or whatever yeah. you know so um, wait a second have you ran a vocal through it i have not not yet no um, I believe I was actually talking to Joe about it on text and he was saying it'd be really cool to run like a, um, a, a female vocal that's like kind of lacking that low yeah. end body out of her voice, um, run that through it and, yeah. you know, to kind of boost in some lows as well. You, you basically know? just get an impedance transformer like yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one's yep. I think Joe's got the right artist, <clears throat> Vanessa, that would be perfect for that too. <clears throat> yeah, man. You know? We talked about one. We had one out, out east where uh, we're going to record a tune where all our parts, Joe's guitar parts, my parts, would all everything would be done hmm. using the V15. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Be super yeah. rad. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. So that's basically that. Um, Is it you know. available? Is it available yet? So yeah. by the time this video comes out, uh, the public sale will be up. So you can buy, okay. so the public can buy it online. Okay. Um, so that'll be cool. Uh, we're looking at two to three months for, cause it'll be kind of like a pre-order thing. Yeah. Um, and then we're shooting for, um, at the time we're filming this, I talked to Bruce today and um, we just got basically the, the last squared away the last, it was a, a power transformer, custom wound power transformer was what we had to get for this thing. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, we were using for this one, it actually has like an off the shelf one and he had to do some magic to make it work. And so, <laughs> you know, so he's like, it'd be a lot easier and a lot better if we had a custom wound power transformer. So we got that all squared away. So that's all good to go. Um, and, uh, so, you know, and, and unfortunately right now, because of COVID and everything, as you guys know, being in the business as well, you know, shipping is a total nightmare right now. Um, yep. with everything, getting parts, shipping parts, doing all that kind of stuff. So that's really kind of the, the, the headache that right now we're going to be end up running probably a side note for you, California guys. Yeah. Is there still issues, uh, trying to get like the long beach, uh, all the cargo ships coming in. Is that still an issue out there? No, I was just there. I literally was yeah, I was just there uh, two days Steve, ago. You look confused. Yeah, I don't think. No, I don't think. I think it was. I know what you're talking about. I think that was. I think that started loosening up, or they started letting stuff in. Like I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there was a, some guys didn't want to work, and I think that there was a COVID-based yeah. thing, and some people didn't feel was, safe. I think there was a little backup for a while, but it. Mm. I think it. Okay, that's not happening now. Yeah, not the, I mean, like I said, I was literally just there two days ago and it, I mean, it was packed. There was ships and yeah. stuff everywhere. So, um, good. Yeah. Hopefully my bike's there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all that mattered. It's just, you That's know, all that mattered. where's, where's my yeah. shit? Yeah. Where's my, where's my bike? Where's my bike? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we're, we're looking at, uh, two to three months out for, for shipping the first units. Okay. Um, and, where kind of our goal is a production goal is to do about 30 every two and a half to three months. Um, and, uh, yeah. So once the first 30, which the first out of the first 30, the, we've already got set as we're recording this, we've gotten 17 already sold out of the first 30. So, um, so yeah, so that's great. Um, and then we'll open up once that first 30 is sold, then we'll open up the second pre-order and we'll just kind of keep doing it that way. Um, as they sell out and just move on that way and, and just mm-hmm. keep cranking these things out. So can you tell us the street price, the going price? Yeah. Or- so the, um, the street price is going to be 1300 bucks. Okay. Cool. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously it's a little bit more than a ready, but you know, yeah. it, it does more than a ready does, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's, it's comparable with, you know, really I'm kind of placing it in there with the, the noble and the Acme, mm-hmm. um, which kind of, mm-hmm. it sits right, right there with them. So I think the nobles like, 14, 1500 bucks. What's that? Like 
nine hundred or something like that. Nine 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 or a thousand, isn't it? I think, uh, I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that now. Hold yeah, on. I think, I think it was originally. I think originally it was, but I know they've had a lot of. I think he's like almost a year backed out. Wow. Yeah. And, I, and so. I think when this goes on talk base, the talk base guys would be like, no, this is what it is. You know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right, right. right. you talk base yeah. listeners, please inform yeah. us. Yeah, sure. Please do that. No, nah, exactly they're going to get want. all on that and they're just, start, they're going to uh, completely crash it again for another week. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, and then I think cool. the Acme, you guys are probably know better than I do. I yeah. think that's pushing like close to, to two grand, I think. Oh, shit. Like, I think that's somewhere where it's at. So, um, but you know, again, when you played that one, Steve, you played that, right? I didn't play the Acme. No, no, Mm -mm, no. Yeah. So, all right. You're talking right now. The uh, noble uh, preamp is uh, 1100 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. 1100 bucks. So there you go. So um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're, we're right there in the middle of it. And, and, you know, whenever you start talking like, preamps you know if you looked at getting you know any kind of anything that's a you know 500 series you're looking at yeah. you know a thousand dollars up yeah, yeah. well um, you got two preamps that you can blend basically right yeah right. exactly yeah and it's, and, a, it's, a, it's a different game man you know right absolutely yeah and again you're you know you're also talking um you know if if you wanted to think about it in this way too you know how much does a decent b15 from the 60s go for easily a few grand yeah, I would say, well, definitely. Hold on. 25, uh, 25 <laughs> John. Google. Google that shit. Yeah. Get on it, John. Yeah. And and likewise, the same thing, you also have, a, you know, early 70s too. You know what I mean? So it's like, you've got two of those. So even that right there, even if they're a thousand bucks, you're talking $2,000 right there. No, yeah, man. Know, it's, you know. yeah, for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. So, Good now we're going to have some people demoing it and playing it at NAM 2022. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we've already. Is, is, is that illegal to talk about right now? Can we talk about Winter NAM 2022? Is that as long right? as it's happening? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't see why not. The plan... B15s on Reverb are starting at 2300 bucks. The how much? I'm sorry. B15s? 2300. 23. Okay. Starting. Yeah, and what starting. year roughly is that? Uh, that's probably a 60s. Okay. But, and I think from what it looked like, it said good conditions. So. Right, right. <laughs> right. So it's only been dropped down the stairs a few times. I mean, uh, it only smells yeah. like beer and, and bad decisions, you know. <laughs> bad, decisions. bad decisions. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's a great quote. You yeah. smell like beer and bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be uh, Tony's new band name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> beer and bad decisions. Oh. Funny um, side note on that. I was yeah. in uh, Sandusky, Ohio, with one of our artists, Jasmine Kane. Um, I actually sat in with her at the Ohio bike rally a couple of years ago. Okay. You know, play, I, I got on stage and played Pantera. With nice. So, yeah. You guys do walk? Uh, no, we did Cowboys from Hell. Nice. That's my, that's my favorite one is Cowboys from that's, Hell. That's the set, yeah. And uh, yeah. great your music. Shout out to a, uh, to a fellow tsunami artist. I actually talked to uh, Wina Velasco. Oh, yeah? Because, you know, she's in Cowgirls from Hell. So I, I was like, hey, what? How, I need to really shed this quick. She's like, oh, here's the chart I wrote for it. Yeah, you're like, thank you. <laughs> and, and note to um, players, um, do you need to read music? In that case, yes. Yeah. Because it gave me hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but getting back to it, because I had done a ton of uh, musical theater gigs at uh, Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky. That quote came from as we were driving out of Ohio Bike Week to kind of grab some food afterwards. I was like, "Yeah, welcome to Sandusky, where the uh, roads are paved with beer and bad decisions." <laughs> That's perfect. That's was that uh, Sandusky? Was that where Tommy Boy was based? Yes. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. That is absolutely. Wow, Steve, you put. Oh, yeah, that. That's one of the yeah, best. Cool. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. Leave the this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, <laughs> wow. You Dan just Aykroyd's, used all this uh, information. Car, yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Rob, uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> anyway. Stephen Miller. <clears throat> what? 
I, I don't know. I just threw. Oh that yeah, out Steve there. Miller was in there. Yeah. Tony yeah. just wanted to throw a name out too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to throw a name out that sounded inappropriate. <laughs> that sounded I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it. All right, so um, um, we have a few questions that yeah, we asked. go for it. Um, and I want to make sure that we all pick the appropriate question, right? So. Um, um, well, hey, real quick, while yeah, you think about that, you were talking about Nam before. Uh, let's before we go to the three questions. Nam, 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 yeah. Nam, Nam. So yeah. for yeah, some before, people, think it's not safe. Okay? Before John inter rudely interrupted us. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we have a uh, ten by twenty booth for Nam, um, and, which is twice the size of what we had last year, or whatever it was. Yeah, last year, um, and. We're planning on doing a 10 by 10 sound room as well. Nice. So for demos and stuff like that in there, we'll be able to keep people, you know, safe and, you know, do videos and do all that kind of stuff inside. The other 10 by 10 will basically just be for sales and that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, all the performance stuff will all be inside the booth. So we can kind of, you know, really get some really good audio captured out of it. Um, you, this and, is all assuming that the country is um, yeah. reached its... Right. Percentage of <laughs> vaccinations and so forth. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean we, if, we make jokes about it, but you know, especially I do, but we want everyone to be safe. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We want everyone to feel comfortable. 100%. And we're hoping eight months from now, which Nam winter Nam would be eight months from now that the, yeah. that the majority of this country will, will be in that position. Yeah. 100%. So, you know, and I know I'm the first guy who wants to be like, let's go do it right now. Yeah. Um, and I admit it, but I also want everyone to feel comfortable too. Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. hoping I have high hopes that. Yeah. Well, we and also too, the way, the way Nam has done this stuff and, and John, you feel free to chime in on this, but the way they've done stuff is kind of, if they, you know, since they didn't do Nam earlier this year, um, mm -hmm. you know, they just rolled over everybody's kind of deposits of what you put yeah. into the next yeah. year. So, you know, for me, it's like, okay, well, let's, let's plan for this as a company, let's get this in. And okay, worst case scenario, we're not where we want to be and they cancel it another year and they get pushed out. Okay, well yep. then the following year, my booth's already paid for. I'm already ready yep. to go. So, yep. you know, it's not really that at the end of I'm the I'm flying out there in January anyways. <laughs> no, I'm being, no matter what, I'm coming <laughs> no matter out there. What. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> so if you are flying out, there's actually a new Spring Hill by Marriott, which we just visited that literally is at the end of fender avenue that's right by gnl so nice you can stay there there you go i'll stay there if, if no nam's coming on i'll just stay there yeah but, yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely or, hey everybody just stay at my place come on guys yeah there we yeah. go yeah absolutely there you go. Well, we could have a big bottom summer camp <laughs> it just sounds winter so camp. wrong will coco be okay so with wrong. that big bottom <laughs> winter camp <laughs> it sounds so wrong on so many levels let me let me just let me let me just step aside here all three of you having big bottom winter camp at steve's house i i, I live close enough i can stay in my own house <laughs> hey everybody google big bottom summer camp right now <laughs> no, alexa, alexa. Yeah, big bottom I, summer camp. Yeah, I see a meme competition coming out for a uh, big bottom summer camp or winter camp. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, only so if Coco puts more Tinder picks up. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. There you go, man. Yeah, yeah. Steve's dog had a Tinder pickup on. Oh, I saw that there. earlier. It was great. The frog was dog. Great. She yeah. does the frog dog. She's all sexy and stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So funny, man. Yeah. All right. So what? What were the? Uh, what were your questions? Uh, Steve, please proceed. Oh, you want me to go? <laughs> wait, wait, Steve. Right now, right wait, now. What would you say to me right now? No, 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 no. Are we doing this? Dude, you know what I'm thinking. I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna steal somebody's question. Uh oh. Well, you're taking a page out of my book. I'm gonna I was gonna it. go last. Don's really question. good at that. I Don't take it down right. this time. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna first. take one. I'm gonna take one. All right. I'm gonna I'm I'm random. I'm randomizing. <laughs> You just rolled your eyes at me, Tony. I saw that. <laughs> he just doesn't want his stolen again. <laughs> John's really good at it. Nice. Okay, I won't. Uh, Keith, living or dead, who would you have loved to study with? See, see, I didn't take it. Um, man, that's a uh, Keith Moon. Whoa. Yeah, 
probably it was you know it was either him or mitch mitchell oh because okay now this is the thing i went with okay so i went with dead guys i think mitch mitchell's dead i would imagine I believe, um i think i think so yeah, yeah. um Mooney, dude keep. yeah uh, yeah exactly so um but i went with dead guys because i could think of you know maybe i could get an, uh, one with one of the more recent guys that's not sure. dead so but but yeah. Moon, i mean yeah that man. would be like kind of a pseudo study and just just whatever anything goes Oh, 100%. Right? Oh, 100%. I would have yeah. just like to hang with Keith. Oh, my God. I would like no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, I think it would be more of a hang than it would oh. be a study session. I think it would be getting really loaded and seeing what the hell happens. I, I, do you think you could hang with them? Uh, drinking wise? <laughs> well, anything goes. Anything right. Yeah. Goes. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but. I, I, I'm, I, he'd probably last longer than I would. I'd, I'd probably have to tap out. But I, I, I'd like, I, I think you could do it. <laughs> I would, I would definitely give it the college try. I would yes. definitely try. That's Dude. for sure. No, I love it. <laughs> Keith Moon. God, man. What a, what a monster. What a great yeah, player. Absolutely. Okay. I like it. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Tony. Yeah. Me? Oh, I go. I go. <laughs> Me. All right. Well, we're taking this out of order now. I feel we weird. only are just because I want to make sure what I think I'm supposed to say is correct, and I figure the better <laughs> way is to have you do it. <laughs> we're very, it. very professional. This is the uh, the process of elimination for John. Yeah. That's part it. of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Keith, uh, living or dead, who would you like to share a meal with? Oh man. Um, okay, so the first one that popped to my head was Steve Gadd, mm. who's living. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, okay, so most recorded drummer of all time. Yeah. And I mean, he's got to have stories, man. It'd be the longest meal ever. You know, I saw, I went to a clinic with him once and he played for um, maybe 10 minutes out of an hour and a half long clinic. And the rest of it was just him talking. Oh, um, so, you know, so yeah, I mean, that would be, I think that would just be kind of epic just yeah. to sit there and listen to interesting. You know, yeah. I didn't realize how nerdy you were on the drums aspect. I'm learning more and more. Yeah, man. I've known you for years and this is <laughs> he's like legit drummer, like drummer, man. He's <laughs> no, I mean, that I know, but like another, <laughs> you got one of those nerd level, you know? That, you know, is nice for his butt. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the ball trench. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a fancy seat. Absolutely. <laughs> With the ball trench. Yeah, exactly. What it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, John. All right. Living or dead, who would you like to jam with? Ooh, ooh. Again, I'll just go with the first hand popped in my head. <laughs> Tony's pointing at himself. Uh, that popped in my head first, uh, be Hendrix. Ooh. Ooh. I think, I think Hendrix oh. would be, yeah. You know, it'd be, okay, so I'll, I'll revise that. I think Hendrix for sure. My second would be Clapton. And the reason for that would be, that's the first concert I ever went to. It was an Eric Clapton concert. My mom's a huge fan of Eric Clapton. So, nice. you know, I'd, I'd make sure she was there. And, uh, but yeah, man, that would be, I, I think Hendrix would be the, would be the, uh, the, the jam guy. Cause I think the jams would be epic, you know? Yeah. I mean, that would just be kind of crazy. So that's cool. You know. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Clapton's cool. I named my daughter after one of his songs, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's great, man. So nice. <clears throat> awesome. Well, thanks guys. This has been great, that's man. Awesome. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, socials and website. Yeah, Tony. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. A and R. Uh, well, you can reach up. anything about Keith Stickney <laughs> at tsunamicables.com. Okay. We all know that. Say that oh, yes. one more time. Oh yes. So so okay. So so tsunamicables.com. Keith Stickney. Tsunamicables.com. But uh, but again, Keith is a fucking badass drummer. Like <laughs> well, thank real, you. Like really really good. So do you have any socials? on your own that you do drum stuff like just just for the peoples to know do you have yeah any? uh keith sticks on instagram so okay. it's it's keith underscore sticks s-t-i-x-x -X. okay um i'll put that under under your yeah sure and um you know that's that's just like my personal instagram kind of thing i try to keep them i try to keep that 
music like my music and music stuff related only not business mm -hmm. stuff so if you if you're if you're looking for tsunami cables and business stuff go to the website or go to you know tsunamicables.com on facebook or instagram yep. or whatever um keith sticks on facebook as well you okay. know but yeah that's uh that's it and uh well-rounded gentleman not I'm just a you're not a one-trick pony you do a lot of <laughs> shit you're a musical man thank you sir i appreciate people, it yeah man we, we want people to know that so and that's Absolutely. a that's a really cool thing too is having somebody that you know all of us are in this whole thing and it's nice to have somebody that actually is a player is a legit player that mm -hmm. is making these things but actually plays you know and right. and is and has ears and and knows kind of what musicians use what they no, do we, what, how they act yeah and all that he's so a kid's a player first yeah, yeah, that's that's important. We always talk about yeah. that. I think that's a yeah. that's a really important thing. So, anyways. Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think we're All done right. with 29. Are we done, Tony? So, uh, yeah, 29 and then you what? have to give your tagline now, Steve. My tagline. All right. This is this is when we go Wait, what? <laughs> this, this is where we go to the green room and, and talk, talk the real shit about people. Yeah. <laughs> we start talking shit. We say bye to the audience. Gotcha. We talk shit while I uh, turn off the recording, but we. Thank you, John. There you go. Thank you. I know. I mean, I've stolen your stuff before. Might as well steal Steve's today. <laughs> so, Keith, thank you very much. Really Absolutely. appreciate you being on it. Mm -hmm. um, Big Bottom, episode 29, Keith Stickney, uh, Tsunami Cables, V15. We're going to talk shit. We'll see everybody. Goodbye. Right. Peace. Bye. <laughs> I don't stop recording.